dinner. And she was like, oh. <laughs> Like, we're not fancy. <laughs> we're I ghetto. Mean, you you got to start somewhere. Right? Exactly. This is ghetto podcasting at its best. <laughs> so, welcome to our first podcast ever. Whoop, whoop. The Lotus Ladies. Lotus Ladies. I love that. I know. It's from Blossom. <laughs> and the logo's the Lotus. Yeah. It's perfect. Like Blossom. Um, I'm Alisan, and I'm here with Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> and yeah, so we're just going to talk about why we're here and what we're doing, right? Yeah. Okay. So where should we start? Well, why are we here? <laughs> okay. I know a perfect place to start. Okay. So... As I was preparing for my new moon class this week, the new moon is in Scorpio. And this new moon is all about truth in mm. your truth. And as I was preparing for class, I had this visual- visualization that we're all cogs in all of these wheels in our lives. And we can't escape it, not in the world we live in. Uh, we play the role of mother, child, boss, employee, friend, foe. And then in our day-to-day life, as we go through the world, we frequent the same stores on some sort of interval basis. You know, we have our habits that we go to, the clothing that we feel the most comfortable in, the industries that we support, um, like travel industries, entertainment industries, the food industries, we all gravitate and play a part in all of those wheels. Mm -hmm. But there's that one wheel that we always come back to over and over again, every single chance we get, the one place that just always feels like home. And that wheel, that, that, that place, that is our truth. So we can't get rid of all the other wheels we play a role in. So how do we take that one wheel that's our truth and bring it into all these other areas of our lives, right? Mm. And so for me, that's what yoga is, you know, the beautiful practice of bringing together the mind, body, and spirit and peeling back the layers and getting to your truth. And so that's how I found yoga is I found my truth in yoga and who I am. And so it brought me, it brought me to that home. I love that. Yeah. So it is because I feel like when you're, I mean, like the asanas, the postures are just a very small part of yoga. Yeah. And when I'm practicing yoga and I'm moving my body, I'm shedding those layers. Yeah. And it's just like whittling down to that heart center of me. Yeah. And I'm just on my mat, just me. And it's such a beautiful feeling to come into that moment and really grip like, wow. Yeah. And the more you practice and the more you do that on your mat, you start to realize how do I, I take this off the mat too. Exactly. You know, it's what happens on the mat over and over again, translates into what happens in the rest of your life. And it's just so beautiful. Right. I've been kind of ending my uh, practices with students like that. Mm -hmm. When I have them rolled over to one side, I say, take something from your practice today that you loved something that captured you that got your attention yeah and take that and translate it off your mat 
somehow. Somehow, yeah. Yeah. There's something in there. There's a little nugget. There's a treasure. Exactly. (laughs) There's your truth. There is. There's (laughs) your truth. There's you. Um, And in all of it is, you know, perfect, whole, and complete as it is. You know, like... I use the mantra Satnam, the seed of truth, and I am truth. Right. You know, we are truth. We that's that's all there is to it. But you just got to peel back the layers and get to it. Yeah. Yep. I do a, that a lot in my personal meditation practice. Mm-hmm. Just sitting, and I was one of those people that could. I thought I can't meditate. This is not for me. And the more. I got into the asanas, the practice, the moving, the easier it was for me to actually meditate and to draw inward and listen to that voice. Who's showing up? Who's that voice that's mm-hmm. showing up in, uh, whether it be on my mat in postures that are challenging, whether it be in life in challenging situations that, um, when you're being met with that confrontation somehow, whether it be physical, whether you're solving that puzzle of a posture on your mat mm-hmm. or in life and being like, okay, who is that voice coming into my head? Is it somebody I want to know? Am I watering those flowers or the weeds? Yeah. Kinda? Yeah. And um, yeah, it's so powerful. I think that um, it's so brilliant what you just said, because it comes down to stepping back and becoming the observer to everything because I've had the same thing with meditation like meditation isn't sitting and drawing like and being in nothingness like that is so almost impossible to get to we're human we're alive it's just taking a step back and letting all that shit in your head go by let it go by and just watch it what is going on yeah what what are the thoughts in my head what are they right now there's nothing wrong or right about them but what are they and where do they place in my world right now yep yeah i found um even teaching the yin yoga turning inward and um really telling people as a as a teacher um i and i wish a teacher would have said this to me a long time ago that you're you're creating this silence in the body and the mind, but really it's not silence because we're alive, we're human. Yeah. And being human and being alive is our brain constantly working. That's how we know we're here. Yeah. And I, I wish a teacher would have said to me, hey, you're not doing anything wrong right now. Yeah. Um, what's happening when you find stillness in the body, your mind starts to wander. Mm-hmm. You're human. And everybody else in this room is struggling with that same thing. Yeah. And um, like I said, you're not doing anything wrong. No. Just notice the thoughts. That's the beauty. Let them happen. Yeah. That's the beauty in the silence. Exactly. Is to watch it. <laughs> right. And a lot of people think, oh, I can't meditate because I can't get my mind to stop talking. I'm like, well. It's not going to. It's not going to. <laughs> and like, we're, you're alive. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, you're here. Yeah. It's just you kind exist. of putting the brackets around those thoughts yeah. and be like, okay. And I, I always go back to that garden and weed kind of, um, meta, it's called a metaphor, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know, think of your, your mind, your thought is that garden and go in there and weed out that garden, make space for new plants, make space for new flowers, um, water the flowers, not the weeds, mm-hmm. but like bringing it back to what you're saying before as, 
um, we walk down those paths that are very clear to us because we do it every day. Yeah. It's like we are on autopilot. Yeah. And in our thoughts, we do the same thing. We yeah. walk down that path um, to the weeds. Yeah. Um, I think it was in a book I read, um, a yoga book. And it's going to slip my mind right now, but they really talk about that, about um, watering the flowers, not the weeds, taking, surprising yourself, taking that path into a different part of the mind. Yeah. Who's showing up? Who's yeah. that voice? Yeah. You don't, we don't even realize the things that we do. Like go, you go to the same grocery store every yeah. single week. Like yeah. you're a part of that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, like that, you're a part of that. Plain yeah. and so, you matter. You matter. Like exactly, you matter, and that's that's a good message that I love about yoga. Yeah, is we all matter. We're all energy. We're all connecting. What what I do affects the people around me. Affects the people around them. Affects. It's like that ricochet effect. Yeah, that, yeah. And I think that um, well, getting back to my why. So that's my why. But it took me a long time yeah. to get there. Like, I definitely felt, like, I think the first time I was introduced to yoga was over 20 years ago, for sure. It was the first time I ever took a yoga class. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until the last, what, four years of my life that I became a daily practicing yoga person yogi (laughs) you know and it's like I definitely went through a long period of my life where I was very lost I didn't know who I was I wasn't necessarily unhappy there were some parts that were very unhappy of my life Um, but that's because I wasn't I didn't know myself I was on complete autopilot living in a world where it wasn't my world yeah and yoga brought me home and so that's that's my why that's why I'm here and I love that I love the Blossom community. I love being here. I love the, the gift of being able to teach. Um, it's just, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is right now. It's rewarding. It's yeah. satisfying. It fills your cup. It's Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's to me. It just really fills my cup. Um, and I feel like what you were saying, um, the practice ebbs and flows, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I tell students this all the time. You'll see them for a month or two straight. Yeah. And then you don't see them in classes for a little while. And you're kind of like, mm, I hope they're okay. And then they come yeah. back. And like, oh, I've been so busy. And it's, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> yeah. Don't shame yourself for not walking into the studio for a month, two months through. I don't, like, I'm just happy you're okay and you're safe. Exactly. And um, the practice, that's, it ebbs and flows, just like everything else in life. Um, sometimes you have time for it, and I get it. Sometimes you don't. I've been there. I was a student like that when I first started yoga. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in a gym. I took yoga classes because they were offered, or it, even in high school, I didn't want to take gym, so they <laughs> had yoga <laughs> classes, you know? Um but it wasn't until later in life, like you were saying, where really, okay, this actually has some meaning behind it. This is, I'm doing some soul searching yeah. while I'm moving through these movements. <laughs> They're not just shapes in the body. Like, wow. Like I was actually not really scared or nervous, but it was very different for me to come into a yoga studio because my yoga journey was at home. Yeah. Like my, it was my home practice and that's all I knew. And it's like, 
well, I don't know how that translates to the rest of the world because I haven't been practicing with others in a studio. Yeah. So is this going to resonate? Am, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? <laughs> am I doing it right? I love that. And I love when students ask that, am I doing this right? And I say, yes, you are. Is it okay if I modify it? Is it okay if this shape looks like this to me? Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. Do it all. Feel it. Feel it. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's super important to get that across is that yoga can look very different from one mat to another. Mm -hmm. Yoga isn't one specific thing. And I think we're really pulling away from that old school thought of, um, uh, pose is to be aligned here, here, and here in the body. Yes, yeah. it's important to be safe. We're stacking our joints. Yes, yes, yes. But we've learned so much about body mechanics yeah. that we can, hey, this this posture, this pose in our body, this shape, we're stretching this muscle. Are you feeling it? Yeah. No? Okay. What adjustments do we have to make for you? Yep. Is it painful for you? We don't want pain. No. Uh, so what can we do? And like... There's just so many options yeah. now. I think, okay, so I'll tell you, uh, I'll share one of my pet peeves right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. Okay, that's on social media that's driving me nutty mm. is I'm seeing these ads for um, like, they're workshops for yoga teachers and it's like, um, are you doing this? And it's like shaming. Like, are you, are you cueing this way? Are you saying this? Like, you know, and it's like, whoa, like yeah. we, that's not, that's not the approach and that's not yep. what it's about. And it's just kind of driving me nuts that we're, we're kind <clears throat> of, we're trying to monetize and put it into a box that you have to be this way as a teacher and you have to be this way as a student and and you have to talk with that yeah flowy (laughs) yoga teacher voice (laughs) yeah no I totally I hear you and that's what I love about this studio me too I love about blossom yoga is that we are so open Mm -hmm. to just being who you are yeah meeting the body where it's at Looking through that lens of kindness. Yep. And just moving and being a community of people together. Yeah. That's what yoga is about. Yeah. It's finding your truth, telling no harm, kindness. And it's not only to others, it's to self too. Mm -hmm. And I think the studio promotes that. And that's why I put so much time into being here. Because And you see it in the students Mm -hmm. that come in here. It can, like you were saying, it can be super scary walking into a new studio. Yeah. Um, being vulnerable. When we move our bodies, we're vulnerable. Um, we shame ourselves. Mm-hmm. Who's that voice showing up? Who's your ego showing up? Yeah. And um, I just think if you create this safe space like we have here where people can walk in any shape, any age, and feel comfortable to roll out a mat and start practicing, then you're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> Then you're doing it right. Oh, okay. So that video I was showing Carlene yes. was one of my youngest twins coming into practice with me a couple weekends ago. Oh. And I left there thinking, you know, um, always the student, sometimes the teacher, right? Yeah. Because, like, he he joined me and he definitely, like, he let me lead him. He let me guide him. And at the end, he was like... I want to teach you, oh. right? Can I teach you my favorite pose? And I said, oh my God, absolutely. Yes. So 
when, so that pet peeve of mine, when there is anybody saying you are not ready to teach or you need to teach this way or that (sighs) way, it's like, no, the gift of you is unique into yourself and who you are as a being. And that's why you're here to use your voice, to share with others. You are perfect and ready to share whatever knowledge or ideas are in your head right now. You don't need to go through years of schooling and credentialing to be ready to do something. Yes, those things are all important to our lives and we need higher education and we need credentialing bodies, but don't get pigeonholed that you're, you're not able to teach because you don't have like X, Y, Z behind your name. Like that's the ego. (laughs) That's the ego, right? Yeah. We're all have that ego. Um, it, you just totally reminded me of something. I just had this conversation with Candy the other day. I reached out to, uh, yoga training that Mm -hmm. I saw on the internet. (laughs) Okay, this is so good. And it was a yin yoga teacher training um, through um, Bernie Clark. Mm -hmm. I've read all his books. A big fan. I love the way he teaches. He has that science behind him with the body movement. Um, And so I reached out to him, applied for the scholarship, and I got the scholarship to take. But it was still pretty expensive Mm -hmm. for me right now. Um, And... I really actually, I meditated on it. Why do I feel I need to have this course? Why do I feel I have to spend all this money to do a training that I've already done? I've been teaching yin yoga for over a year now myself as a teacher. I've done trainings. I take teacher classes all the time. I'm a student. Why? Why? And when I really, really got to the why, it was my ego. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say... I did a uh, Bernie Clark yoga yin training. Yeah. Why is that? It's like I wear, uh, uh, you know, expensive sneakers. I wear this on my... It's a status. It's a status. And I was so like, oh, no, I don't need that. I'm growing my voice as a teacher. I I know the postures. Yes. I know the philosophy behind it. Is Is there more to learn? Always. Yeah. But can I pick up a book and read? Can I go to other yin classes? Yes. Yes. Can I continue teaching? Yes. Can I grow my voice? Yes. yes. Do I need to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to say, no, no, I dropped my ego. I said, I don't need to do that. Thank you. But it was awesome. awesome. It was a huge moment. Yes. Yeah. It's like we, okay. We are all the same exact awareness Yeah. in this human vessel makes us unique and different with our own perspective and our own voice. And that's what makes us us. Yeah. No amount of training by somebody else is ever going to make you any more you. You're the only you that can make you more you because you're the only one that really knows your truth on the inside. Yep. So I love that. Yep. And you can really tell a yoga class, a teacher who's teaching from her heart. Yeah. And letting it flow, letting it go and flow. That's why I say just yeah. let it out. Yeah, we make mistakes on our mat as teachers. We oh, say yeah. right, left, left, right, fumble our words. We fall. We fall. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do it all. Um, and it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and that's, I really try to, and, and practice that off the mat too. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> like, are you doing your best? Do you feel like you're showing up? And 
doing speaking your truth mm-hmm. then it's a whatever happens let it happen yeah and and there's something beautiful too of falling out of a posture oh yeah there's like this ease that happens in the body there's a time to laugh yeah there's a time to like, oh, nope that yep, wasn't it that wasn't it i got it okay rewind get it back there um and i i really think that's important in a class is to have fun in falling out of postures and I like your classes you're really good at having fun and just being very it's just me I just like yeah (laughs) I just put it out there uh this is my kind of second career in life Mm -hmm. and I'm loving it (laughs) it doesn't even feel like a job to me I know it really doesn't um I mean yeah there's days I come in and I'm exhausted and I'm like oh I gotta move my body But there's no place you'd rather be. Ex- I feel the same way. Exactly. <laughs> it's my wheel. <laughs> it is. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm here for a lot of the same reasons. I show up every day here to teach for a lot of those same reasons. I'm working on my true self just like everybody else in the room. And I teach from my heart. And you're going to have people that love it and don't love it, you know. And I think that's important, too. Yeah. Find a place where you fit in. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt my feelings if it's not in my class. I mm-hmm. will help you find somewhere else even. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, but to me, being here and being able to help people feel comfortable in their bodies is what I strive for. I'm a people helper. I'm, I want to help people. I've always been in the business of helping, um, <laughs> you know? Um, so for me, that really fills my cup knowing, like, I love when students like, I feel so good after class. I know. It's, the best. it's like, oh, that's awesome. Because <laughs> then I feel good. You know, it's like, I yes, I made somebody feel great. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Cool stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this being our first podcast and just kind of introducing ourselves, um, what kind of things do you want to talk about? Um, I think... One is um, making it a big audience. So we're here for teachers. Mm-hmm. We're here for students. Absolutely. We're here for people that know nothing about yoga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just like our voices. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think it would be fun to bring in conversations about practice, about um, being teachers. Um, what do you do after teacher training? What next? Right. Um, how do you keep that knowledge flowing in in a healthy way yeah that's Uh, been how do you keep learning how do you keep growing as a person i'm i'm really making a point to take classes whenever i can yeah i think that's the best way to do it yeah i really do (laughs) go to other studios yeah um experience other forms of yoga Mm -hmm. i did a primal yoga on the state house lawn this summer and it was something i've never done before and I just saw a different side of yoga. Yeah. Wow, this is really neat. Um, but I think going to different studios and learning from different teachers mm-hmm. has really helped me. Yeah. Improve uh, not only my style of teaching, because I really just, it's my own style. <laughs> I'm not trying to copy anybody else. Yeah. And I found, like, after my yoga, my 200-hour yoga teacher training, I was copying, but I think that's okay. Oh, yeah. Because I think it's like you say you want to play the guitar and you're not going to just all of a sudden start strumming your own str- songs, writing your own songs. Right. You 
do cover songs. Yeah. You, and I feel like that's that's what I was doing. And now I'm really getting into my own flow. Yeah. <laughs> and picking, I love like a kundalini yoga, a primal yoga, a power yoga, uh, booty yoga, <laughs> and taking all these things I've learned from different classes and h- how do I mesh it all together? Yeah. Even energy medicine yoga. I'll have people massage their legs, tap meridian points. Mm-hmm. Um, I just bring it all in. I love and I it. I think that's, that's what I'm working on. And I think on this podcast, just bringing a mix of things yeah. in. Yeah. Right? All things. Yeah. I mean, yoga means union and yes. all things come together. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, what about you? What do, we, what do I want to talk about? Yeah. Oh, anything. <laughs> <laughs> right? Anything. Yoga. I mean, we can talk about anything. We can yeah. talk about anything. Right? Um, Even having some special guests on would be fun. Oh, it would. Like other teachers, interview them. <laughs> I know a Kundalini yoga teacher who would be really fun to interview. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, just ex- exploring. Yeah. Like, just go down the rabbit hole. Yes. And I think I think we'll be good at that <laughs> on our little tangents of stuff. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's all good. Yeah, it's just a, a mix of yoga stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what next? I don't know. We got why we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're at 25 minutes. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's for not our bad. first little podcast. Yeah. We just rambled. We <laughs> rambled on. We introduced ourselves. We're getting our, our voice out there to the world. Hopefully we uh, uh, made sense and people were able to follow us. And, oh, another thing we could do is um, if students have topics they want to learn about. Oh, or, yeah. You know, want more input about they could always reach out to us on our Facebook at Blossom or something, and we can post these on the website for people to look at or, or listen to or stuff. But yeah. open to students, questions. I think that'd be fun. We could get a question box in here <laughs> and have students put questions in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That'd be really fun. Um, but yeah, just a mismatch of all kinds of stuff. Yoga is like, you could talk about so many different things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the possibilities are absolutely endless. They're, they really are. And that's, I love, I'm a constant learner. Like, I, if it was up to me, I'd be in school all the time. Me too. I just love, like, oh, I want to do that. Oh, I want to do that. Yeah. And Okay, so going back to your meditation about this whole yin class and, like, looking back on my life and, oh, my gosh... I mean, I'm not going to include any of this. In the, <laughs> we'll chop some things out if we can. Um, like, I have so much student loan debt because oh, I, all God. I wanted to do was learn. Yeah. And it took me so many years to get to the point where what we were just talking about, like, you want to, okay, go learn. You don't need to go through an institution to learn. Go yes. live your life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I owe a, a little over $20,000 right now in student loan debt. Um, and I will tell you, I have learned more from picking up a book and reading it yeah. than I did spending this $20,000. being in community with other people, from reading books, yeah. from just like... From... On, experiencing yeah. it. Um, my background before I was a yoga teacher, I worked in psych, uh, acute psychiatric care. And I did my 
associate's degree, my bachelor's degree, and I was doing my master's degree in forensic psych. And I was injured at work um, really badly. And yoga was part of my healing journey. That's kind of what really, I was really depressed and really, I had a head injury. I couldn't, noises, sounds, I had no peripheral vision, um, balance. It was hard for me. And yoga, I started with like little yoga, like um, restorative yoga, yoga mm-hmm. nidra, uh, little, little stuff. Um, and that experience after when I finally figured out, I was like, okay, what now? I lost this career. I can't sit around and be dopey about it. And woe is me. And, you know, be basically digging myself into a hole. Like I was, I was dead because I lost my identity. Mm-hmm. My, I really identified as that person who was working in the hospital. I was seeing patients, uh, you know, I was really loving what I was doing and I had spent so much money mm-hmm. to get there, <laughs> to get there. And I really made it who I was. And when it was taken away from me, I was like, okay, what now? And it wasn't until I started yoga, found my true self, really tapped in to that person showing up in my head who's talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and said, okay, I need to make some changes now or I'm going to be this miserable, <laughs> grumpy old lady. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, to spent so much money on school. Yeah. And it all just... Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. Me too. But you know what? All those whys, they all led us right here to this moment. Right exactly. Now. Yeah, you can't, you so, can't live you know, in that. It's like, like hindsight's so always twenty twenty. Exactly. And that's just the gift of knowledge. Yeah. That's all that is. That's you know? true. Yeah. <laughs> very, very true. Uh, yeah. So... So how do we, how do we wrap? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. So I think stay tuned for awesome things to come, right? Yeah. From the Lotus ladies. From the Lotus ladies. Cheers. Watch us bloom. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>